One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to Red Men TV. It is the morning after Liverpool lifted the FA Cup. Uh, we're still out of Wembley because we've the car here. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, uh, it's the women's FA Cup final. So Chelsea, Chelsea back again. Back again. Imagine, back imagine if they came back again and did win again. That counts as like four consecutive FA Cups. They've not, they've not won. Yeah, I reckon so. Why not? Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? I think of the three of us, my voice is the best. But not perfect. No, it, mine's better than it was when I first woke up this morning. I, I, I rang uh, I rang the wife and I was like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, I've not spoken yet. I need to just find myself." <laughs> yeah, tell you. Yeah. I'm all right now. It was a it was a fun day. it was a fun old day, wasn't it? A very very fun day. Mate, it was brilliant. Like the highlights of my day, of course, is, is Liverpool in the FA Cup, of course, and seeing all that. But the, the non-football highlights of my day is we wore around for like two and a half hours, didn't we? We were trying to find the beer, we went to every restaurant, we had a bar, and you know, we tried to get into Box Park, we tried to get into the, the Green Man, and we eventually got into the Fun Park after like two and a half hours. And we're there, and the footage are flying overhead, and Tom's there with his two beers, and this footage just comes from downtown, knocks both of his beers, He's going to call it a beer. And then everyone circles around us. Everyone just circles around us. <laughs> and he's laughing their heads off. To the point where you'd even see the Facebook message in our Facebook yeah, group. Yeah, big shout out to Jay Pellington, who saw, saw the whole thing unfair, unfailed. It was one of the strange moments of the weekend too. Yeah, but the game itself made up, absolutely absolutely made up. And what, what I've loved to see in the aftermath, so... You know, we, 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 we all reconvene back at the uh, rave apartments. Um, unbearable, by the way, absolutely unbearable. Um, and watch the matter today, highlights. And it was just great to be seeing, like, seeing some of the reaction. But there's one you showed me, one of my favourite ones, was the Thomas Tuchel pre match asking about being asked about the kits. Is that like, we'll win in yellow? We'll win in yellow. What are they playing in today? I, I have got no idea. Yeah, I mean, they might as well, they might as well lose in blue. Then they both I don't know. Honest answer is I neither know nor care. But the idea that they changed the kits to break a hoodoo and then lost them, and then lost it them, turns right? out that it's the players, not the kit. Well, they, but this is what you've done, though, and people don't realise this. And you, you point out this, like the psychology of the penalties and the manager's threat. But like Thomas Tuchel's effectively told that team that it's a kit, it's a kit's fault that you're not winning FA Cups, which is nuts. Like say to other sides, Ferguson. Yeah, 
So apparently he told him to go, but he told him to go that way, and as opposed to he was, I think he was meant to go the other way. Oh, that's interesting, that. But then, and this is what Jürgen's like, though, isn't he? Wants to, because he knows there's three more games. You know, he knows that he's got to get Mane in the right spots and the right headspace to be able to move forward. So you take that blame off him, yeah. and he's not doubting himself going into big game against Southampton midweek. Of course, obviously Wolves last day and then Champions League final. When he's been in that in form, we need to keep him in that form so he do everything. And I thought Jürgen spoke brilliantly after the game. You know, talking about how Chelsea were unlucky and stuff like that. And it's such a it's such a far cry from the other managers in the top of the league, isn't it? Like to blame everybody on themselves and never. Never want to give you the side credit in any way, shape, or form. You know, to be able to have won the FA Cup finally at Liverpool and be able to give the credit that Chelsea did deserve on the day. You were good. You know, they've, had, they've fought hard against us every time this year. It's so difficult to, to split the team, to take the penalties twice, hasn't it? So to be able to put himself in that situation as a football player, and this is why I, I love it so much, is those Chelsea players we look at him going, what a guy to. Yeah. And every player in the world sees that and goes, wow, he gives the credit, he speaks about the players that he goes against because he knows how hard they were. Yeah. I'd love to play for him. Yeah, and the, the thing as well, for as much as I loved in terms of like the collectivism of Liverpool, a couple of things was Mo Salah like, being a bit cheapish about lifting the cup, and they were like, no, you lift the cup. I thought like, you, know, you mentioned Harvey Elliott running around with the, with the Mo Salah mask on, Thiago grabbing it and being down the front of the, the pictures and stuff like that. And, and Liverpool got a great way of making like, lads who were disappointed not feel like it's the... Um, but making people feel like they are um, down, dead and buried. Yeah, they're, all, like, they're, all, they're all a part of it, aren't they? You know, even like, you know, Ken Jones doesn't get on the field, but he's part of the journey to the FA Cup final. You know, Taki Minamino, top scorer, both for Canada and the FA Cup, we found out yeah. uh, this morning on Twitter. And, yeah. and that's a mad thing, isn't it? And it is a collective, you know, without the likes of Kate Gordon and the early rounds and stuff like that. Uh, you're not going to be where you are. And it is <laughs> for Liverpool to win the FA Cup, for Liverpool to win the Carabao Cup. You've got to have the squad you can get through and manage those early rounds. Yeah. And then occasionally you need a duck going off in the background. Well, the appara- apparently, though, it was a fickle final of the New Zealand. Like, you know, did we learn nothing from the South Africa World Cup? No. No, I mean, yeah, that might be uh, yeah, mercifully when I went off stick them back. Yeah, I didn't like them then, and I don't like them now. No, Especially with that, don't Yeah, I see. That idea of the support that Liverpool squad shows, but everyone got the moment to shine, everyone got, got the moment to, like, to, to celebrate with the cup and be with the fans mentioned there. Zach and Minamino, there's a big one for that. Just, just great. It was, a, it was a tough watch. I saw someone tweet, like, Zippy, you know, Liverpool now won two trophies, they'll score a goal. Does it feel hollow? Like, no, because that's football. There's a million ways to win a football match. And, 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 Penalty shootouts are one of them. Like we won a UEFA Cup on Golden Goal, and it was mad. And, and all, all the thing is, all I remember now, I can talk about the game and we can analyse the moments. When we do the final word show on Monday, we have a bit more chance to kind of digest the actual things that happened in the match. But I'm sat here now and later, I was ruined, ruined watching that match. Like I had nothing left in the tank. I felt absolutely wrecked, but I don't know. Feel absolutely energized because we won the cup. And you get to and you get to go, you, know, you, you get to see all the videos from what's inside the dressing room. They're the ones like that 
you know, when the owner's like, where's the music? And then it all kicks off and you see how happy they are and you know how hard Joe Matter's like, moving the wires out the way, by the way. It's just, it's just on it and everything. And Joe Matter just come into that game, by the way. Yeah. He'd moving to left side and centre-half. The pair of them were absolutely superb. All three of our centre-backs on the day. There was a lad who put a bad shift in. Next one's like, you can't put... A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. About shifting against Chelsea in the cup final, can you? No, 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 just amazing. No, and they, and again, as you mentioned, Chelsea, Chelsea, sound independent as well in their own, in their own way. But it's weird how it feels like it's with Liverpool are what Liverpool are. And I was talking, so I did a show with Flav last week. I was a Tottenham fan, and he said it's mad to put on a football club that just loses when it's not meant to. And I was like, and I went, I, so I, I literally support the exact opposite. Like Liverpool just are a, a football team that for no for no apparent good reason seem to find ways to just win to win somewhere. We can talk about like me and Tom had a, a chat about this. But it's the culture. Chelsea fan park was rubbish. Like just them sitting around, they've got a couple of songs, but it's the same songs every other football club's got. We've got a songbook. You know, you get in the ground and it's it's covered in Liverpool flags they've got a few crosses in George and like they've got a couple of British flags and they've got one of those and they've got that born to be king one that's all about some and stuff which is actually good means it means something to them they don't have the same thing and they've got the flags that they get given for every final like it's another final it's the third final we've played Chelsea at Wembley and it's their time they've been given an entire complement of brand new flags to wave and stuff and that's what they have to resort to is we just start singing songs and stuff. One thing I want to talk about, and I, I, I haven't totally read all of the coverage on this, but I've seen a lot of the, the furore around it on social media, it's obviously been in the national anthem. What made this perfectly clear? Liverpool, it wasn't an isolated few couple, a couple of people or like louts or whatever booing the national anthem. We do it every single time we're in the game where the national anthem gets played, and there's a, there's a whole litany of reasons behind that, and not all of them are based in like just things that have happened in the last week but I put a tweet out before talking about this about how you know we're living in a world where last week uh, Prince Charles sits on a gold throne next to a crown and tell and talks about the hardship the crown, of this yeah and of genuinely like you know like when there's an energy there's an energy crisis in the paper you know and it's the it's that and I, I know people like the royal family and it's cool if people like the royal family that's absolutely fine I'm sure that I'm sure they're all alright as whatever as people like, and I've said this before Prince William I don't know mate I don't you know I don't I don't, I don't know people so I don't want to slaughter people as you know as human beings William and Kate seem like, like reasonably human people I've seen stuff with them where they seem like oh reasonable okay he's got all kinds of stuff and it's like it's not related to that the fact that what they what that what they, what they represent and, and and also so much of it's gone around Liverpool and again the wider world and those people in food banks and you've got a royal family and, and you know Prince William seems seems like a sound guy but I don't see him 
raffling off the jewels. Keep the kids out of the banks. I've got a tear from the, the Telegraph's article on it. The FA Cup final should be an occasion to come together as a country. It should not be ruined by a minority of fans. Totally shameful behaviour in this year of all the years we're going to plan the Jubilee. This is dreadful. Um, and, and the Tory MP for the session, Karen Bradley, said it is un- utterly unacceptable and disgraceful for fans to be brilliant. I would urge the FA to take all necessary action and pursue those responsible. I'm just going back to what Paul said earlier on. It's not a minority of fans. It is a huge swathe of Liverpool supporters who've been let down by this government and the and the and the monarchy's government, by the way, um, over the last forty plus years and going back even further, you know, you go back if you want to to Margaret Thatcher, you go back much further than that. Um it, it, it's it's absolutely ridiculous and it's more than just the national anthem for us. Yeah, it's we're not that's a symbol of what we believe has, has done us wrong over yeah. the last years. Not, you know, if the monarchy wanted to be, and you know, just being being a tourist attraction is not enough. You know what I mean? When you're spending more money on bailing out nonce members of your family than you are in, 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 in helping, you know, actual hard work and normal non nonce members of the uh, British public, seems a little bit daft to me. But you know, on, on all this thing. It's not it's not thuggish behaviour. It's not loutish behaviour. It's a right to reply. It's free speech. Listen. Like, I'm sorry, if it was loud, if Liverpool fans were all horrible louts, then the players take the knee, get a rapturous applause, and, 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 and get the support that it should do. Because there's a proper, there's a, there's a proper, because there's a proper symbol that actually means something to real people, not singing a song about someone's rich man, which effectively is what the, what, what it is. And I get, look, people, people want to be more connected to this country than can be, that's fine. But I'm a little taken aback by how many supposed Liverpool fans are like, don't don't get it or don't understand it, and that's that's a, a little disconnect from some of our fan base and what it's like the realities of being in the north of England, being in the city of Liverpool. You feel no connection with them. You make they enough they enough ways they make our lives hard. And then some people like the escapism of the royal family, and that's cool. We like the escapism of football. Don't see why why that needs to be a part of it. Let us enjoy the football. I know it's the national showcase, and that's why they're doing it. Daily Mail using that to draw attention to it, as though it's the first time it's happened. We've been doing it. It's one of the fourth time I've done it in the last two or Liverpool fans have done it in the last three years or whatever. You've been to Wembley a few times. Exactly, exactly, exactly. We've always done it, and we and we all understand the reasons why. It's not something that, you know, there are times when you can be in that sort of group seed sort of mentality and you do something because everybody else is doing it. This is not one of them. This is something that we all believe in as, you know, for me, I'll talk for myself here as a person from Liverpool that, you know, grew up in the 80s, saw the hardships around me. Um, I feel strongly for it, you know, and I'm I'm not ashamed to stand there and talk about it because... I do believe in it, and it's not something that I'll ever push under the carpet, and it should be spoken about because there is a reason that Liverpool are doing it. And you know, you see the fans of other clubs and the way they've attacked us on the back of it. Yeah. Again, and when also, every week we get this attack. And the monarchy thing's the monarchy, the monarchy thing. They're not going to get in. They're not going to get into too, too lost in it. But it's the, it's the media coverage of it that's the, the, the most shocking. Like the Daily Mail using energy to turn people against Liverpool fans and, and just the working class people. Why, where's that energy when it comes to calling out? All of the, the, the horrendous things going on in this country, you know, rising energy prices, food banks open on a weekly basis around the country, and we're being let down by the people in power. And instead, once again, it's punching downwards instead of trying to use some power to punch upwards. So it's and it's it, no, no, look, it's 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 all the obvious culprit. It's all the generally class right wing media 
once again stepping up against football fans and against you know left leaning left leaning people should be around the country and I honestly believe this people should be looking at the front and going they're right they are absolutely right why not like are they horrible why are they why are people protesting why are people protesting it's not the Daily Mail article will not say why football fans are booing just that they are and you're going to get loads of Tory ministers jumping on the back of it now there's an opportunity to divert a little bit from their absolute unwoodward like criminal and attitudes you'll find but look listen Liverpool Cup double absolutely made up with it let's let's celebrate that let's enjoy it no one like the people don't like Pep Guardiola clearly by the way never even more stringent example of like maybe people in the media don't really like us very much that'll be that'll be that of course but no um, brilliant occasion wonderful day we've got the sunshine we've got today so we're going to have to cut this job before we get absolutely drenched we're going to get back to Liverpool um, because you know the, the fight continues at the very least we've still got a, a, a treble to play for we might still have a quadruple to play for as well um, hopefully big Mark Noble gets the send off that he deserves and that would be a 7-0 win to uh, West Ham United today uh, but listen more from us on Redmen plus the final work show will be streaming live at 10.30 tomorrow morning that's going to give you a lot more in depth and detailed analysis on the game itself so if you want to relive that there's a vlog up on my channel right now the will be experience going up on Redmen plus as well and a whole host of other amazing content as we gear up towards Paris and uh, perfect times to run Redmen plus you guys are absolutely amazing so yeah it's mighty events um, but also slightly less so the Daily Mail and the Sense of the Monarchy as well.